Welcome to The Point After, a podcast covering all Franklin Parish sports. Now, here's your host, Matt Reynolds and Cody Maroney. And welcome back to another edition of The Point After, here covering all your Franklin Parish sports this week, and there's plenty to talk about. Uh, this week's edition of The Point After Brought to you by Winsboro Sports and the Franklin Parish Catfish Festival, where if you want a plate of good catfish and some great live entertainment, get out there on April 2nd, uh, excuse me, uh, this weekend on Saturday. Had my dates confused there, and that'll be a lot of fun for the whole family. And speaking of the Franklin Parish Catfish Festival, everything got kicked off this past Saturday on April 2nd. That's where I got my dates kind of confused there. With the uh, annual Catfish Classic 5K the winner is a past winner, uh, Dwayne McDuffie, who won the year before last, came in second last year, and was get, went ahead and took that first place result this year. But second place was Desmond Johnson, a member of the Franklin Parish High School track team, first time ever a uh, high school participant uh, placed in the top three. So uh, congratulations to those guys and everybody who participated in the 5K over the weekend. Bring in my co-host, Cody Maroney. How you doing, man? Hey, Matt. What's happening, buddy? Oh, man, just getting back to normal, you know. Uh, been under the weather a little bit. Missed a great performance out of the Patriots last night. We're going to get into that right off the bat. But my buddy Double J was able to fill in for me. We'll be back on the call tonight, uh, Tuesday night, as Gina coming in to Rogers Leonard Field to take on the Patriots. But a great win, Cody, after what looked like a downhill slide the Patriots were on losing a number of games in a row, a couple of close calls over against number four team in Class 4A West Washington over the weekend. But last night, uh, getting it done, uh, 5 nothing win over Grant. Team has to be uh, riding a high right now. Yeah, without a doubt, Matt, the most complete performance uh, for Franklin Parish so far in the season. Um, you know, the bats were awake. They had 10 hits, uh, got five runs off of those 10 hits. Uh, defensively, made some outstanding plays in the outfield. Uh, Matt Mays diving in to uh, take away a base hit uh, during the ball game last night. Um, Austin Blocker really showed what Franklin Parrish was hoping was going to get from him at shortstop, uh, kind of coming into a, to his own uh, over the weekend at West Washtenaw, and then it continued last night making some outstanding plays. Kids got a lot of range at shortstop, um, so you know that 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 goes to to tell you about the defense. But can't say enough about the one hit shutout. Complete yeah. game for Kenyon Major last night. Only struck out three batters last night, but I'm telling you, he uh, he was able to put his pitches in, in the right spots and was able to get ground balls and fly balls. It really easy outs uh, for Franklin Parrish's defense last night. The only hit, Matt, a check swing little blooper down the third baseline that really just kind of landed in no man's land and stayed fair. Um, you know, it it was. You, you hate to see that kind of play happen to take away a no-hitter, and uh, Kenyon was definitely upset about it. But, hey, he still got the win, uh, first district win of the season for the Patriots, and uh, they look to continue momentum playing a 3A, a very tough 3A team in Gina, um, who they played a couple weeks ago and lost uh, by a score of 10-7 to in Gina. So looking for a little revenge tonight. Yeah, Cody, and, and you mentioned it. First of all, uh, outstanding performance by Kenyon Major, only 86 pitches. But you're right, getting uh, the you know the bats on the ball and letting the defense do the work, and that's something that really has plagued Franklin Parish, uh, averaging three errors a loss this year. 
and you go in last night, no errors, and, and, and there's your winning formula right there. The, the bats pretty much have been the same all year. You, you've had your, your offensive production, but where you know you really see the drop-off is the fielding errors, and you saw that against Mangum last week. It kind of, uh, you know, FP looked like they had that game uh, pretty much in the bag, and then a couple fielding errors led to, you know, uh, and a few walks later, uh, and all of a sudden, Mangum ends up taking that game away from Franklin Parrish. But uh, Kenyon getting it done on the mound, also getting it done at the plate, a couple more hits. But uh, Austin Blocker, it needs to be said, you know, although he does have a, you know, a number of errors at that really tough position at shortstop, just a sophomore, first year playing that position at this 4A level, so, you know, this is about the time you start to see him getting more comfortable. I think, you know, you're looking at a bright future there for double zero there at that shortstop spot. Uh, Franklin Parrish, you mentioned playing Gina a couple weeks ago. Another one of those games where the errors probably cost Franklin Parrish the loss. Gina, 16-4, and four, Cody. I mean, that's a, <clears throat> a stout record in 3A. Playing in a little bit of a weak district. But uh, Franklin Parrish starting landing Chun tonight seeing if Chun can get back in his rhythm. had I think you would agree, hadn't had his best stuff the past couple games trying to get back on track tonight. Yeah, I'll tell you, though, uh, you know, Landon Chun has thrown really well this year. Only a couple games, uh, a couple actually of the games that, that he struggled in, Franklin Parrish was able to get the win. Uh, Vidalia, he struggled at Vidalia. Uh, Franklin Parrish was able to hold on for 11-9 to, to nine win there. And then, of course, uh, you know, against Gina, the first time these two teams played, he got he got the call, and um, you know really really struggled in that game. Um, what over the weekend? I, I do want to mention this. You know, you 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 look at district play and you say, man, you got you got to get these wins. You got to win these games. Um, that sets you up in a good playoff spot. Losing two games to West Washita five to three, it it hurts to lose any district game. But I think it gave Franklin Parish a lot of uh, confidence. Only losing to those to that team by a total of four runs altogether in, in both games, uh, you know that really carried into into Monday night. And mm-hmm. Franklin Parrish is sitting there saying, you know, we 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 should have beaten West Washita twice. We should have beat them twice. So they take that into Monday night. Uh, a lot of confidence going into that one, and it showed, man. That was uh, that was by far um, as far as far as I know, as long as I've been at Franklin Parrish, the best Franklin Parrish win. Um, of their existence so yeah. far. Yeah, I mean, a Grant team that is in the top ten in the power rankings. And you mentioned West Washita, number four in the power rankings. And, and you know, and Neville, another team in the district, they're number 12. Franklin Paris currently sitting at number 21. Now, if they get this win tonight uh, and factoring in that win from last night, you would expect them to move up a little bit further uh, when the next rankings come out. Got a couple games uh, this weekend, Cody. Well, starting on Thursday against Bastrop, a team uh, is, is struggling a little bit uh, in district right now. You, you would think Franklin Parrish goes in there and gets those two wins, and, man, you're talking about, you know, the season turned around all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, two winnable games for Franklin Parrish this weekend. Bastrop, uh, you know, Bastrop's got a lot of athletes, and that's that sometimes is a, uh, a winning formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're playing a team like uh, Franklin Parrish is right now, they're – hitting the ball well, they're fielding the ball well. And, uh, you know, a lot of the times when you play those athletes, um, things start going bad, it starts snowballing. So, if, uh, you know, right. you look at that and you say, well, Franklin Parrish is a, a pretty scrappy team. And uh, w- once they get on top of Bastrop, if they're able to, 
um, you would think that Bastrop would kind of kind of go away. They've had a really tough tough couple of weeks uh, in in district play so far. I think they got ten run twice against Neville. Uh, yeah. West Washington, I think, ten run them twice. So you you know you're looking at a team right now who's reeling, and that that is good news for Franklin Parish going into this weekend's uh, series. Absolutely. We want to mention tonight, uh, live on KMR, 6 p.m., I believe, is the first pitch. Franklin Parish hosting the Gina Giants on the hill. Landon Chun, 3-2 and two on the season with a 2.89 ERA. He's got 36.1 innings log, much more than any other uh, pitcher on the pitching staff. Looking to go in there and get that big win. Want to mention Kenyon Major still on fire, uh, leading the district and in the top five in the state as far as the max prep rankings, hitting five 48 with 27 RBIs, 34 hits, and 62 at-bats. That is impressive. And also now in the double digits in doubles with 10 on the season, three triples, and a granny. Pretty good year for the big fella. And talk about a mature sophomore. I don't know. Talking to the guy, I don't know if I've ever met a more mature sophomore. Uh, Really just a guy that, you know, if you're Coach Barry, you have to be just so happy you have this guy on your team for the next couple more years. Uh, Cody? Want to yeah, hey, Go well, ahead. I want to tell you too. If we're playing college baseball right now, Coach Barry's upset because he knows Kenyon Major is not staying for his senior. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's <laughs> he's facing the problem Coach Maneri has uh, right. year in year right. out, and, and Coach Maneri feeling that problem this year with a lot of those freshmen. I tell you what, uh, unless you having their struggles right now, but uh, FCCS want to talk about them just for a second at six and nine. Uh, suffering a 13-3 loss to Delhi Charter this week and a 5-0 loss to Mangum uh, Friday night. Got the district win over Kilburn, though, and also beat Ravel twice in non-district uh, games. They will be playing Bastrop tonight over in Bastrop, and then they'll have Claiborne Christian in a district game. Claiborne Christian, a team that has just really turned it around the past couple weeks, beating Sterlington on a walk-off grand slam uh, last week. So uh, it's going to be tough for FCCS to, to repeat as uh, district co-champions this year. They'll have to get by Claiborne Christian. Our only other uh, local baseball team, and that'd be F.A., uh, can't really find anything on them. It seems like they're playing in a ghost league. Uh, I know they have a game tonight. Good luck to the Cougars. Um, Want to mention though, uh, Franklin Parish softball is in the midst of a downward spiral. Cody, uh, they yeah. they are uh, winless in district. Zero and seven, seven and thirteen on the season. But at, at twelve of those thirteen losses are by double digits, and that is yeah. what has really hurt this team is pitching this year. Uh, they they now they'll they have a chance to to pick up a win maybe against Tioga today. They um they played them really close last time, three to one. Uh Bastrop is their next game. That's that's gonna be a really tough, tough win for them. Then they got Neville, another tough one, Oak Grove. It's just it's at this point you can virtually call this season a wash uh as far as making the playoffs for the for the Lady Patriots. Uh just a tough year for first year coach Carla Shirley. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely been a tough year uh, for the Lady Patriots. Had some injuries uh, a couple weeks ago that's really kind of um, taken some starters out of the lineup for the Lady Patriots, and uh, it's a uh, you know, and, and they're they're quite young too, if I, if I do say so. They they've got some young talent on that team. Uh, only uh, maybe maybe a handful of seniors on that team or upperclassmen rather. Um, so you know, a lot a lot to look forward to. Uh, the Lady Patriots, you, even if this year doesn't turn out the way they they wanted it to, as far as making the playoffs go, you got a lot of talent 
um, that you can work with uh, to get ready for next year. Now, moving on down the road, the Mangum Lady Dragons had a bit of reality check uh, this weekend, went and played in that prestigious North-South softball tournament that was hosted at West Monroe this year. They alternate between schools in South Louisiana and North Louisiana. Uh, lost all three of those games to very stiff competition, though, Cody. Uh, Denham Springs, St. Amant, and Zachary. Having said that, they beat Washtenaw Christian last week and Ravel yesterday to clinch the 2-2A title in their inaugural year in uh, that district. So the Lady Dragons now sitting at 16-7 and on the year. Five of those seven losses, two top five ranked teams in their classification. So uh, they'll be ranked very high when, when, when the seedings come out for the playoffs. No more district games. they got a few warm-up games over the next couple of weeks before the, uh, they get ready for the playoffs. Uh, just, uh, you know, Kennedy Heisler, Grayson Dye, two seniors that are really just guiding this team uh, down, the, down the way as far as uh, offense goes. But Leanne Franks and Aaron Dye doing a great job inside the circle. One thing about Coach Scott Wilshire and the Lady Dragons – they don't shy away from competition, and that's what gets them ready, hopefully, to, to get past that hump that, uh, that they haven't been able to get past in the past few years once they get down to the tournament and get their way into the uh, state finals. Yeah, you know, you, t- you spoke about having a rough weekend against those 5A teams that they were playing. Uh, Denham Springs, they lost that one by two, six to four. Lost yeah. to St. Mont, eight to five. Only lost by three runs, and Zachary only beat them by three. Uh, but they did get shut out in that game three to nothing. So, you know, even if they didn't get the wins, uh, you know, those 5A teams knew that that, that 2A Lady Dragon squad was there. That's right. That's right. And then I uh, want to mention again tonight, live on KMR and on Mixler.com slash KMR 959. You can check out the Patriots hosting the Gina Giants. It should be a slobber knocker over there at Rogers Leonard Field. And can't wait for that. Cody, you going to get catfish this weekend? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stop by uh, and grab me some on the way to uh, Roger Leonard Field to get ready for the uh, Bastrop game, which will be right. uh, taking place on Saturday. And what and, time uh, is that game? I believe that game is going to be at 2 o'clock on 2 o'clock. Saturday. So maybe if you're lucky, you can catch Crossfire on the Gill stage at noon. That's right. Maybe so. Maybe so. Well, we appreciate you joining another week of The Point After. Uh, you can check us out on iTunes. Download us there by searching hannapub.com. And subscribe, please, and leave us some uh, good remarks. Rate us there. And you can also check us out on Podbean. Until next week, for Cody Maroney, I'm Matt Reynolds. We'll see you all.